Feast of St. Bruno today, a Carthesian monk. He lived, uh, he was born in 1030, so the 1000s he lived in. He's a patron saint of mental prayer. He's famous for the mental prayer method where you take your reading and you take one small verse or a piece of a verse, just shave it down, keep shaving it down to one little small thing, and then stay in that verse for the entire mental prayer. Had a very catechetical approach to mental prayer. He would study, 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 study. Whereas we have the other method where you use your imagination, like St. Teresa of Avila. Both methods, both methods are great, and one is not better than the other. Just whatever happens to suit you on that particular day. The study method of St. Bruno, or the imagination method, St. Teresa of Avila. Take your pick. Now, reading today is a good one for mental prayer. And it came to pass that as Jesus was in a certain place praying... When he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And Jesus said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. This is the short version of the Our Father. There's another gospel that gives us the long version. That's the prayer that we use in the rosary and in the liturgy. It has the seven petitions. This one has five petitions in it. St. Thomas Aquinas tells us that the Our Father is a perfect prayer. Because it came from the lips of Jesus and because it contains everything that we need to ask of God and in the proper order. Seeing that it's St. Bruno's feast day today, we'll use his method for the mental prayer today. And from that reading, we'll take just one line here. The line that says, Hallowed be thy name. And then we'll go to the Catechism of St. Pius X and read about what he has to say about Hallowed be thy name. St. Pius X does an excellent job in breaking down the seven petitions. Probably better than anybody. St. Pius X says, The first petition, hallowed be thy name, we ask that God be known, loved, honored, and served by the whole world, and by ourselves in particular. By the words, hallowed be thy name, we intend to beg that infidels may come to the knowledge of the Lord God, that heretics may recognize their errors, that schismatics may return to the unity of the church, that sinners may repent, and that the just may persevere in well-doing. While we say a lot, those words, hallowed be thy name, we say a lot. We're asking a lot. St. Pius says, We ask that the name of God be sanctified, hallowed, because the glory of God should be nearer to our hearts than all other goods and interests. He says, We can promote the glory of God by prayer, by good example, and by directing to him all of our thoughts, affections, and actions. So, if you were to paraphrase the first petition of the Our Father, it would go something like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, may you be known, loved, 
and served by the whole world, and by myself in particular. I beg that infidels may come to the knowledge of you, and heretics may recognize their errors, and schismatics may return to the unity of the church, and that sinners may repent, and the just may persevere in doing well. Hallowed be thy name. It says a whole lot. Basically, if you can just remember, hallowed be thy name means may God be known, loved, and served. Baltimore Catechism is on the effects of the redemption. Important question here. It says, what are the chief effects of the redemption? It says, the chief effects of the redemption are two. The satisfaction of God's justice by Christ's sufferings and death and the gaining of grace for men. Next question. What is grace? There's a definition of grace. Grace is a supernatural gift of God bestowed on us through the merits of Jesus Christ for our salvation. Sometimes we take a shortcut when we answer that and we say grace is a gift of God given to us through the merits of Jesus for our salvation. Yeah, grace is a gift, but so is pizza. It's a supernatural gift of God. How many kinds of grace are there? Answer, two, sanctifying grace and actual grace. Now it breaks it down. What is sanctifying grace? Sanctifying grace is that which makes the soul holy and pleasing to God. Sometimes we call it saving grace, the grace to get you into heaven. What is actual grace? Actual grace is grace is actual grace is that help of God which enlightens our mind and moves our will to shun evil and do good. So actual graces they come from prayer. They help us to avoid evil and do good. Is grace necessary for salvation? Answer yes, grace is necessary for salvation. Because without grace, we can do nothing to merit heaven. Can we resist the grace of God? Answer, we can and unfortunately often do resist the grace of God. Now final question, what is the grace of vinyl perseverance? Answer, it is continuing in the state of grace until death. <laughs>